Yes, right. Tony. Guns and Stuff, whatever, number four. Episode four. Episode four, all right. I'm very excited about it today. I think I say that at the beginning of every episode exactly the same way. I think I'm always very excited, but it's true. There's a lot to be excited about. It's legit. I'm legit excited about yeah, it. Yeah, you should be. I should be. I am. All right. Well, let's jump into the first thing, and you're going to have to pull it up over there. Pull us up a random number generator on uh, the interwebs while I describe what it is that we're doing. All right, so while well, I'll explain what it is that we're doing. So we had recently our Viridian $500 giveaway where we gave away the Viridian C5L, a custom holster, belt, hat, shirt, uh, wallet, which we'll get to in a minute. Whole bunch of stuff, about $500 worth of gear. We had 566 entries for that. So we're going to do random number generator uh, to see who's going to win. So let's do that right now. We got number one through 566 up here right now. Ready? Drum roll. Boom. Number 145 is the winner. We'll post that along the bottom uh, of the winner and they'll be notified by email. Congratulations to whoever you are. You are the winner of the giveaway. That's very exciting. I love giving away that stuff. That is very exciting because that was a lot of stuff to give away. It was, man. That was one of the bigger giveaways we've done. Thank you, everyone, for entering, and good luck to our next winners of our next giveaways. Yes. All right, so we're going to jump into our first segment, legit segment, which is guns. Guns. <laughs> All right, so for our gun segment today, we're going to do... Uh, well, a, me, very, a very controversial topic, apparently. Very controversial topic, but one that needs to be addressed. And uh, I think our, I, I hope our thoughts about this come across as educational for people who really legit don't know the difference. Yeah. There's so much misinformation out there. A lot of talk uh, in the news lately about AR-15s and because it is uh, election season and the Democrats are campaigning, so... Everyone wants to take a harsh stance on guns, but ultimately I have to ask myself, what is the ultimate goal here? Is the goal saving lives? Is the goal protecting children in school? Is the goal eliminating guns from the hands of civilians? What is the actual goal? You know, And I think if the goal is keeping children safe and saving lives, then you have to, you can't just blanket say, let's remove guns. You know, that's that's asinine. No, you shouldn't do that. And first of all, it's it violates our Constitution and our uh, God-given rights of self-defense. Secondly, it's not going to solve the actual problem. If the problem is just keeping people safe generally, just banning guns isn't enough, no. right? No, absolutely not. So what do you think about that, man? I mean, what's what do you think the actual goal is? <laughs> I think uh, it's mixed, to be honest. I think a, that's a very conspiracy theory topic yeah. of you to be asking. But uh, I think you know. Listen, we've talked about it way too many times in the office. Banning guns of any sort, of all sorts, because anytime that somebody goes through and they say, "Well, we want to ban semi-automatic rifles or any gun that has this capacity or fires like this," it comes down to you're talking about banning most rifles that are for hunting. Almost all handguns that are used for self-defense. So now we've gone from a point where you say you want to ban an assault rifle, but when you put the stipulations on what you believe an assault rifle is, that's every gun. Yeah. 
right? So on or top it's, of that, or it's no gun. Yeah, on top of that, you're talking about the law only applying to the people that aren't breaking it. Yeah. So still, what I mean, you say that we're we're going to do this, or you know, we're going to take this, or we're going to put this assault weapons ban in place, and it's not going to do anything to to stop people who are stealing guns, who are getting guns through a straw purchase, who are, uh, you know, I mean, cr- criminal people yeah. or people with bad intents. It's not going to stop anything, um, you know, because the people who have them and legally own them aren't. They're not the problem. Right. So let's, so I think when people, especially people who know nothing about guns, and these are the most well-intentioned people, Mm -hmm. right? They see, oh, there's another school shooting. They used the AR-15 because they heard MSNBC saying, they said, well, it's a weapon of war. Well, nobody needs that. If you phrase it that way, that seems very logical. Yes, no one needs weapons of war necessarily, okay? When you phrase it that way, it seems obvious, but... Yeah, I know. Listen, we're talking to the, to the well-informed individual or to, to the non-informed individual. Uh, you know, this is going to be common knowledge to hopefully most of the people that, that follow us. But if we can get it out to somebody who doesn't know the difference, we've all seen the, the, the drawings and the information that they put up on, you know, the news about what an assault rifle is and that congresswoman from Texas in Houston. Yes. Oh, just said that so they shoot 50 caliber bullets. We'll show a little clip of that right now. And an AR weighs as much as 10 moving boxes. Absurd. That, that's a very accurate unit of measurement. 10 boxes you would move somewhere. And hasn't she's been in Congress for something like 25 years? Yeah, she's on like her 13th term, which is another <laughs> in Houston, Texas, no mm-hmm. doubt. I mean, look, Beto's from Texas. We'll get to that in a second, but let's talk about the actual guns themselves, okay? Maybe this will help somebody understand the difference. Mm-hmm. When when you're talking about AR-15s, AKs, hunting rifles versus assault rifles, which there's no clear definition of what that is, completely arbitrary, but it means nothing, okay? AR does not stand for assault rifle. It stands for Armalite rifle, which is the company that originally patented that design, mm-hmm. Okay, so no, it doesn't stand for assault rifle. Assault rifle is an arbitrary word that appeared like in the eighties. But let's 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 do a little a little common sense test, and we'll show a picture of these two. But I want you to look at these two these two bullets I have here. Here's one, and here's another. Okay, just looking at these arbitrarily, and you know, which one would you assume is more dangerous and would cause more damage to the human body? Probably the big one. Probably the big one. If I'm just okay. guessing. Which one do you think an AR-15 shoots? The Not small, the big one. The smallest one. The small one. This is slightly larger than a 22. It's .223 inches. The 5.56 is five. Is slightly larger, just like by like .06 millimeters or something. It's it's a variable difference. So when they say 5.56, 223, they're essentially the same round. Most ARs will shoot both of them interchangeably because they're virtually identical. Uh, this is a 30 6 for a hunting rifle. You can, I can have two different guns that will both shoot these at the same rate of fire with the same magazine capacity if I wanted to. Mm-hmm. One of them looks more dangerous than the other. We happen to have one of each here to take yeah. a look at. You could also easily say that the 30 6 falls into the criteria of a weapon of war as well for the time period that it was in. Yeah, I think you could. I know I'm off camera. Hang on. So, 
We're really excited you guys are tuning in today. Yes. All right, so this is this is our Okay, this is our 30 out 6, right? This is your what you would expect to see is like a typical hunting rifle, right? I think most people see this and not think it looks dangerous, although it is black and polymer. If it was a woodstock, it would be very It's, in, it's uh, this. It's the grip, man. It's the grip. It doesn't uh -huh. have a pistol grip. You're right. It doesn't have a pistol grip, so that makes it safer yeah. somehow, okay? So this is your standard 30 6 And this right here... This is your AR-15. Okay, now this admittedly looks more militaristic, right? I mean, it does. It looks more, it looks more scary. Uh, you know, I freely admit that. But it's not functionally much different than that, except that it shoots a much smaller round. Mm -hmm. Okay, Th this shoots this. This one shoots this. Okay, if I had to choose to be shot by one of these, I would choose the smaller one. Maybe I'm maybe I'm crazy, but I would I would like to be shot by the smaller bullet, please. Uh, there is nothing inherently dangerous about owning this weapon in in and of itself. It has everything to do with the actor and nothing to do with the well, weapon. Well, I mean, let's just go with the let's just go with the scary military for a second, right? Sure. That's a scary military rifle. Yeah. Okay, so what are we gonna do? We're gonna start banning you can't drive a Humvee anymore? That's a military vehicle. No civilian should have a military vehicle. You can't wear camo anymore. Shouldn't have vehicles of war. You can't wear camo anymore. It makes you invisible. We're going to ban camouflage uh, or, you know, tactical wear because these individuals that are shooting up these schools are wearing this. They're wearing camouflage or they're wearing black. You can't wear black anymore because it's scary. That you is know? A, that's a great comparison. It goes the same way. This gun's not any more dangerous than this one is. They both fire one round when you pull the trigger. Right. That's it. Now, and this one is bolt-action. This action. is way more popular okay. This one is bolt-action, but it can be semi-automatic. Yeah. You can get semi-automatic 30-06 yep. with detachable magazines and everything else. Yeah. Now, I mean, for side-by-side, side, I'm just saying, because someone's going to call you, oh, that one's not, not semi-automatic. Okay, well, you could be. Yeah. The, the point is, if the goal is keeping people safe, pointing out the, the weapon used in the tragedy is not as effective in that end goal as is addressing what caused that individual to take that action in the first place. Yeah. That's really what people need to address. And there's a myriad of reasons that people do horrible things. We don't have time to get into all that. But, you know, between copycat killings and media uh, coverage and, you know, the... the mental health issues and everything else there's a there's a myriad of reasons the weapon is not the issue 99.999 percent of people that own one of these never shoot a person with it and there's absolutely legit self-defense purposes for owning and utilizing this weapon. absolutely uh, i've heard people say make that argument there's no self-defense use for this there absolutely is every day man you read about them in the news all that's the time. what it's that's for. that's just you know, it's another one of those things. Put the blinders on and not talk about the the good guy with the gun that used the AR in home defense of, you know, his home or the guy that uh, shot up the individual that was shooting the church. Yeah. I can't remember that individual's yeah, name, exactly and I apologize right. for that. But, I mean, he they are used for self-defense. They're LA supposed riots. to be used for self-defense. L.A. riots. But it's not just Riots, natural disaster. It's not it's, just self-defense. That's supposed not the to, point. The re <sighs> That's not the ultimate point. Here we go. Point, are you ready? Right? Are you ready? 
<laughs> There's no reason that you shouldn't have one of those to defend yourself against a tyrannical government. Right. Right? The Second Amendment's That's the four. whole reason that they that that it was written. It doesn't say that, you know, you should have this to hunt more deer or to control the pig population in Texas. Right. You know, there's... I don't need to explain to you why I need it for self-defense. It's not for self... It's, it's yeah. for the government. Should you have the same weapons that the military has? Well, I mean, in theory, yeah. yeah. At the time the Second Amendment was written, civilians had more powerful uh, guns than the military did. The military was civilians. It still is today. And you know what's also crazy is you hear these individuals that uh, specifically, uh, we'll talk about it in a minute, the lady that was talking to Beto Mm -hmm. when he had mentioned, well, why don't you just go out and get yourself a rocket launcher? Uh, With enough money and a tax stamp, you can. Yeah. Right? You People collect tanks. You can buy them if you've got the paperwork and the money. Uh, this is not something that's out of the realm of possibility that that we ban. You can't have it. T- of course you can. Yeah. So if you have the, if you have the money in the you and ban the tax stamps, why don't you go after a ban on civilian-owned rocket launchers? Yeah. Why not? Yeah, because no one's ever used one of those in a in a school shooting. I guess. Yeah. Well, the minute they do, then now we got to fight for those. See, they're not trying to get rid of what the military has. They're trying to get rid of what you have. Right. Mm. Ooh, strong. <laughs> That should go on a t-shirt. I'm just saying. We should do that. Yeah. All right. Well, so that's our gun segment. I hope that brings a little bit of clarity, man. I know. It's hard not to get fired up about this when you actually understand what it is. And I think that's the biggest problem. People just don't get it. You know, they don't actually... I think a lot of people are well-meaning. Like I said, they actually want to keep people safe. They just don't understand what it is that they're actually saying. They're, They're just regurgitating nonsense by mainstream media personalities or politicians that have specific political agendas. Yeah. Their, their goal is not actually save the children. Their goal is get elected. Yeah. And fear monger. They always accuse the right of fear mongering. Dude, they do fear mongering 10 times more. Yep. I see it every day. Sure do. But anyway, I hope that helps a little bit. That's guns. Let's jump into stuffs. Let's do it. All right, stuffs All right, today. Stuff. I'm excited about stuffs, man. This is a new product by White Hat Holsters, which I am affiliated with. We were both affiliated with, uh, and uh, but it's great product. RFID wallets. Yep. Very exciting. And you know, recently I was doing some research about RFIDs, and and I thought to myself, here's this card. I'm not going to show the whole number. But I thought, man, it's RFID chip, right? That's mm-hmm. what that is. It's not an RFID chip. This is a contact chip, unless it has a specific symbol on it, like this. If it has that symbol on it, then it is RFID. And I thought, well, this whole RFID thing is nonsense. I've actually never had a card that had an RFID chip until recently. So these wallets are super cool if you had not seen these yet. The way these work is... You slide your, you just slide your stuff in there. I find something that's not. <laughs> so, I'm just trying to put like my license or something at the top. Yeah. So yeah, it just it slides in, and then the benefit of this, you can fan them out with one finger like this. Find the card that you want. Slide them all in there. Keeps it secure in there. It's not going anywhere. This can hold up to eight cards comfortably. And we recently added the money clip option as well. As you can see, I don't have any money. But if I did, that's where it would go. That's okay. And we're going to offer these uh, in a bunch of different colors. Here's some some fun ones to look at. But RFID wallets, 
you know, I really thought initially when we came out with these that the threat of RFID stealing is kind of overblown. And, you know, it, maybe it is a little bit, but it is a real possibility well, now with this card. If it, it has that broadcast symbol on it, yeah, someone could scan and that, it. And that's convenient. Right as we were discussing this whole RFID thing, you got a new debit card. Yeah. And what, is it, what symbol does it have on it? It's got that. It's got the RFID, RFID symbol on it. Radio frequency chip on it. And uh, I, I had never had one before. You know, and that's it's one thing to remember is there's a lot of people out there that make I mean if you get on you know other holster websites or if you get on Etsy or something like that a lot of people make Kydex wallets oh yeah but I want you to hear it here from us nobody makes a Kydex wallet like White Hat makes a Kydex wallet hello right hello absolutely why not have a wallet that is made by the same company that makes let's be honest the best holster that you own yeah and that's got the carbon fiber on it. This one's got a print on it. We can be customizing just like the same way you do your holsters. Um, I think we've got nice, six man. color options to start with, or eight color options to start with, including just plain black. But sky's the limit with yeah. these. Very excited to do yeah. more collabs with these and some giveaways with these as well. So stay tuned for that. So stuff this week, wallets, RFID wallets. Go check them out if you haven't seen them already. They're very cool. I think you'll like them. All right, well, let's jump into whatevers. This is going to be fun today, My the whatevers. Favorite segment. I know. Let's do it. I love the whatevers. All right, so let's start with the first one. The first whatever we're going to talk about was the uh, Trump train, huh? Stepping up, saying that he's actually going to back down from endorsing or aligning himself with anybody that believes that we should do a universal background check uh, for anybody who buys guns or anything like that. And if you're unfamiliar with universal background check, we already have a standard background check through the NICS system, which applies to anybody who purchases a gun from a FFL holder. The universal background check would require that I do a background check if I decided to sell a gun to Tony, who I feel like I could sell a gun to without one, right? Because of enough reasons, you know, if you if you transfer a firearm to somebody, if you sell a firearm to somebody, whether it's a private sale or a family member or anything whatsoever, it has got to be through a uh, through the means of a background check. Um, That's which a of, universal background. Yeah, yeah, which of course would require at some level sneaking in, leading down the road of a gun registration, which is what we're trying to avoid. The government doesn't need to know what you got. You don't have to have a reason to have what you got because it's your Second Amendment right. We've already covered that. Exactly. And you can't enforce universal background checks without registration. Nope, you sure can't. So making universal background checks without gun registration is pointless. Yeah. There's no way to enforce it. And gun registration is a horrible idea. Yeah. Well, like we, you know, there's... Background checks work. Sure. They work very well. You know, the the NICS FBI department that does the background checks, it's a very thorough check. And there's a couple of things that... Uh, one of the things that kind of stood out with me that somebody had mentioned was the only way that you could make it work or make it feasible is if you gave me and you the ability to run the background check, like through an app. Yeah. Right? 
Yeah, that's kind of not okay. What? No, I'm just gonna start backtracking their... everybody that I know exactly, and abusing man. the system and right. clogging it up, and now we've got it, just a whole other line of issues that we have to deal with. Right. Just unless it's overall a bad idea. Unless they're charging a fee for use of the system to deter some of that, but now it's essentially a tax. Then you yeah, know to yeah. transfer you. It, it becomes very murky. So the, yeah. that's why the idea of universal back on the surface it sounds good, right? Well, once it again, to somebody who doesn't know loopholes or whatever, you know the gun show loophole. Well, we no, ta- it's we just talked private about... party sale of personal yes. property. Yes. If I want to sell you a hammer, more people die with hammers and fists yep. than with firearms. If I want to sell you my hammer, I got a background check you for that. Mm-mm. No, I don't. It's a tool. How you use it. Could be deadly. It could be productive. Yeah. Yeah. So, so he's been a little flippy floppy on on the gun, how he feels about certain uh, gun control measures, whether whether he's get wants to enforce them or align himself with these or not align himself with those. Today I just read that now he's back on the back on the track of uh, saying that we should have a national concealed carry, basically, which would be awesome, and that we should put in end to beginning gun bans yeah and that one is right so basically that's that's one of those nonsense no more no he doesn't want to support anything that requires a magazine restriction any type of gun that you can possibly own because it's your right to own it and you know now he's back on you know full speed on the second amendment train but for a minute there i mean everybody was like Whoa, whoa. Uh, but like we like we said, it's voting time. What can, voting how time. how can I appease a majority of people and get them to the booths to check my name? And it's yeah. unfortunate because sometimes you don't really know. You know, are you just saying that to get votes, or do you actually believe that? And can I trust you to make sure that that my rights don't get you know stomped all over? Yeah, you know, and nobody whatever. Wants, nobody wants that, man. We all want to be safe at the end of the day. We all want safety. We all value human life. It's the reason we're here. It's the it's reason, reason that we don't move to another country. Exactly. It's the reason why we carry a gun. Because we value human life. Yeah. It's true. And I think it's just a different way to look at it. The reason hey, most people carry a gun. Exactly. To each their own. But yeah, Trump's been a little flippy floppy on that situation. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, one, one thing that you do here referenced... Uh, also, you want to check that out and make sure it's still going? Did you hear it? I thought I heard it. Maybe not. But one thing you do hear reference often too is, uh, aside from universal background checks, is red flag laws. So the idea of red flag laws, as I understand them, is a family, and this is, we looked this up before the show because it's relevant to one particular case, but in Illinois. And Indiana, Indiana, because we're saying state names incorrectly today, is the is what we're doing. Don't we're put Illinois. Don't put an is on the end if you don't <laughs> want me to say Illinois. We're saying Illinois. In Illinois and Indiana, a family or household member can yep. report to local law enforcement that you have threatened to use a weapon in a dangerous manner. And the red flag laws, as we call Either it. Either against yourself or someone else. Or extreme risk protection laws, they're yep. called as well. Uh, against yourself or someone else, they can come and take the guns away from you. Well, they have to see a judge. The judge has to review it. Then they essentially get a warrant to come and remove the firearms from the home. Haven't been charged with a crime. At this point, it's really just hearsay. You haven't been able to yeah. attest 
in your own defense, they disarm you first, mm-hmm. then figure out what's going on. Yep. Again, I can understand the theory behind doing that, right? However, I feel like this is another one of those emotional reactions that is circumventing uh, our constitutional rights. Yeah. Yeah. Due There's process, due process the big, exists. The whole, the just nastiest, shady part of everything that goes along with the, the red flag laws is it all takes place behind your back. Yeah. You don't right? even know. I'm going to go see a judge about you. We're going to discuss why I don't think you should have any guns. And then they're just going to show up at your house and take your stuff. Right. That's the first Without you knowing, that. right? Yeah. I get a knock on the door like, yeah, we're here to take all of your guns. Yeah. Which is why when they do those, you know, no-knock seizures, uh-huh. it usually results in the death of the person that they're trying to take the guns from yeah. or police officers. Yeah. Which is not good for anybody. No. It's you not know? good for anybody. And again, another thing we have to think about is, okay, what's the ultimate goal of these laws? And then how are you going to enforce these in order to enforce a law where I'm taking guns away from you, I have to know you have the guns first. Mm-hmm. Okay. If a fan, and so here's there's a story out of Chicago. This was uh, on August 23rd, just a couple weeks ago. In Chicago, this man had the police come to his house on three different occasions. He's mentally ill. Okay. Mentally ill individual on three different occasions. The last one being July 14th, 2019. The police came to his house. July 24th. 24th. I yeah. can't read my own handwriting. That's July all right. 24th, 2019. Yep. Police came. Those are the, the last of three times they came to confiscate weapons from this man's house. He lived there with his mother. Uh, I think his mother probably called. I don't remember what it said. I would said assume so, yeah. I would assume it was his mother. I may be wrong about that. But uh, they come and they, they take the firearm from the house. Now, they're in the city of Chicago. In Chicago... You have something called a firearm owner's ID card, which means if you own a gun in your house, you have to register it with local law enforcement and let them know that you have it. Yeah. That's another one of those gun registration things. The only way red flag laws will work. Yeah. Yeah. And that's one of the, you know, gun registration is not everywhere. Some places tend to do it that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that's how they're able to to kind of hone in on people like this. But, but this story shows just how ineffective... All of those things are yeah. when you've got somebody who has ill intent to hurt someone else. Yes. So that just goes to show you these these are not always ineffective because the story does not end with everyone was safe. Why don't you tell us what happened in this case? So they took his guns on the 24th mm-hmm. again. Third time. Third time. And you wonder, how did he get his guns back? Well, their law... On the red flag policy states that, I don't know what the stipulations are, but you can get your guns. They cannot retain your guns once they do the red flag seizure. They cannot keep your guns for six months to a year. A year is the maximum. Uh, so they have to return the guns. So they come and they take them again, and then they take them again. Well, on the 24th, they took his guns the last time, and on the 29th, the police showed up to the house because somebody saw groceries uh, thrown all of them throughout the driveway in the house. And they uh, knocked on the door and asked if they could come in. And you really should look this up and see a picture of this guy. Uh, we'll put a link to it. Yeah. He says yes. And when they come into the house, 
he had taken a samurai sword that he owns and stabbed her to death and put her in a garbage can in his living room. So, the 24th, they take all of his guns. The 29th, he still commits a murder. With a sword. They didn't take his with sword. With a sword. Yeah, don't take the edge they weapons. They should have taken his sword. Yeah. Um, I mean, in a, uh, if you look into his history, uh, they said that he had a long history of mental illness, run-ins with the police, dealings with social workers. The, the only red flags here were his behavior. The red flags were not, oh, hey, you need to come... Come take his guns, you know. He should not have probably been living in a regular environment where he had access to all of this stuff, or he kept getting his guns back, or any other thing. The red flag system failed terribly here because he still killed his mom. Yeah. And guess what? If he didn't have the sword, he would have had a hammer. Exactly right. Right? Or he'd have used a chair, or he'd have used a car and run her over. It doesn't. The, it, he wanted her dead, and he accomplished it. And the guns weren't, the guns made no difference whatsoever in his ability to complete that task. Right. And it, it, it goes to show how, again, well meaning people intending to create a situation that makes the, the, your daily life safer. But I think what people don't think about is you cannot legislate away evil. If people have evil intent, if people intend to do you harm, there's really no law that's going to prevent them doing that. You know? I remember you remember the knockout game? Oh yeah. Those people that were doing that? Oh yeah. You're gonna legislate fists? Yeah, I don't know. And I mean I I'm sure I I I don't know offhand, but I'm sure somebody died as a result of that. Falling in head injury and at least got a concussion or neck injury. Hateful people that mean to do harm. And they're not using any object other than what's attached to their body. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? You can't... There's no amount of law that you can put onto our already just overwhelming books full of law that's going to keep somebody from going, you know, I, I'm going to not do that really hateful, evil, <sighs> murderous act, whatever the outcome is, uh, just because somebody pinned it to paper. Right. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. And I don't, you know, there's no easy answer for this. I mean, I, I think the answer is you uh, secure yourself and your property and the things that matter to you as much as you possibly can mm-hmm. to deter a threat and also to respond to a threat. Mm-hmm. The threat will appear at some point. Yeah. Uh, and you're not going to. Eliminate the possibility of a threat by passing more stringent gun control regulations because the only people that affects are those that actually follow the laws in the first place. So, you know, at passing more gun laws isn't going to achieve. Again, what is the goal? Is the goal keeping children safe in school? Why is putting an armed guard at every school door such an absurd idea? I had, I had armed guards at my school. You know, it wasn't the best school, but that's probably the reason. You know, but but I, I mean, it, it, it's a deterrent, and someone's there at least to, to respond to a threat when it exists. I think the saddest part of the whole thing is just the lack of effort in the thought process that you have individuals that are, like we said, for whatever reason, they choose to do the actions that they do. She probably called the police, The thought the red flag law thing was going to be, oh, it's going to be fine, they're going to take the guns, it's going to be okay. 
And then he still killed her. And yeah. she probably felt safer. I was going to say, she probably felt safer. She probably not thought, having the guns oh, it's going to be okay. It probably never crossed her mind. My son is going to stab me to death and put me in a garbage can because he doesn't have a gun. Like, just the fact that you're disarming people with firearms, you're just opening up the door for them to become more creative and more more damaging. You right. know what I mean? We and talked like about you the, said, the, the intent. You know? Yeah, the, that's what matters. The van full of fertilizer, yeah. the Oklahoma City bombing. Yeah. You know, it. I, I'm going to hurt a lot of people, right? And I can't do it with a gun. Get ready to see some creative stuff. You know what I mean? If you're, yeah. I mean, how many out of country issues? Well, I think it's like London and England, particularly. The With knife the attacks, the yeah. machete attacks, the acid. Check this out. I'm going to see if I can find it. But, uh, yeah, I heard, you know, they banned guns. And then people started, the number of knife attacks, like, skyrocketed. Yeah. So they banned knives. Yeah. And they even put collection Cause, bins. Because it's going to help. They put collection bins all through London where people could anonymously turn in their knives. Someone stole all the collection <laughs> bins. <laughs> Did you hear that? I didn't hear that. No, I, I heard that they were doing a, story. Somebody, like a, somebody a went knife around. give back. Yeah, but they have like these bins where you could yeah. anonymously drop your knives in, you know? And they're supposed to be like secures. You can't reach in and get them. And Somebody somebody's just got stole a, the bins. A literal truckload of knives. Yeah, and I'm sure they did that as a joke just to show how well, absurd it is. Because it, it is. I mean, look, but, but I think they are well-meaning. And there's not an easy answer to this. There's, you know, guns are way more prevalent in youth 50 years ago than they are today. And we mm. never had these issues. Kids used to ride around with rifles and shotguns in their cars all the time in rural America. They still do for, you know, in, in some places, but you don't have school shootings. No. You don't have these things. You know, there's a, there's a mental health issue that's at the base of all this. And I don't know that that's really being addressed enough. I hear it discussed periodically as an excuse for why it happened, but I don't really ever hear anyone addressing how to treat the mental illness. No. You know, rather than Take taking the guns away. away. Yeah, let him keep being crazy. I'm not saying that dude should have had kept his guns. It was probably not a good idea for him to have his guns. But yeah, no, unless no. he's broken the law, he has every right to have those yeah, guns. Absolutely. That's absolutely right. You know, unless he's broken the law, he has every right to have them. And these red flag laws are ineffective. If the goal is keeping people safe. Yeah, it's not, it's not going to happen. I'd be curious to know how many red flag laws actually end up in some sort of prosecutorial judgment against the person they took them from. Because it's kind of like, uh, well, it's like, I'm going to arrest you today. There was a movie about this. I forget what it is with Tom Cruise. I'm going to arrest you now for the murder that you would have committed. Report. Minority Report. Yeah. Yes, that you would have committed tomorrow. Yeah. Well, how are you going to charge me a crime I haven't committed? You yeah. tell me you think I would have committed a crime. Mm-hmm. So you're going to punitively punish me. Now, punitive punishment, mm-hmm. is that a... Double sure. entendre? I don't know what that word means. So, <laughs> but you know, yeah. but you get what I'm saying. It's, you, 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 you can't pre, and I imagine there's not a lot of convictions based on these red flag law seizures because of that issue. No one's committed a crime yet. Well, yeah, what's the, if you use that as an idea, then what's the base for everything that is stemming off? We're going to remove guns because of what you could do with them. Exactly. Right? right now we're going further than red to flag laws. To keep everybody safe. To keep everybody safe, we need to remove anything that you could hurt somebody with. Then but there's no end. Except to that. for that guy that ran all those people down in the mall. 
keep giving away cars, right? Uh, keep passing out knives, cigarettes, hammers. I mean, chainsaw. What are we going to regulate next? It's a it's a never ending rabbit hole. Uh, I I think the founders put it right. The Second Amendment is a God given right to self defense. The best way I always describe this to people: if I raise my fist to punch you, what's your natural reaction? Either either cinch back or raise your hand. There's a in innate defense mechanism to protect yourself. Whether, whether you want it there or not. Whether you it's want it there. there or not. If I go to punch you, you're going to have some mm-hmm. kind of a- a- autonomous reaction yeah. just automatically to protect yourself. That's a God-given defense mechanism. If I come at you with a gun, this ain't going to do it. No. I'm not dodging bullets. That's right. Uh, I need a tool that will allow me to at least return fire, have some of opportunity. equal or greater uh, yeah, there's no such thing as a fair fight when you're I always, defending your I always life. say greater. I'm yeah. going to be on the top end of this. Right. I'm going to have more bullets than you. Yeah. and Because uh, I'm going to I'm gonna stay behind something while you're just randomly doing this. And once you run out, then I'll see what's happening. Uh, but, but, you know, that's, that's the point, man. There's, I think they framed it correctly, you know. Everyone has a God-given right to life, to pr- preservation of life. Mm-hmm. And that's what a firearm affords you. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's correct. So, uh, red flag laws. I, I, I mean, I understand what they're trying to do, but I, I, I think it's going to have a negative effect at the end. Two thumbs down. On yeah. This. What does he say on uh, what was that other report? I said the guy, a criminal who used a gun in a murder. The gun was a police-issued weapon that was stolen out of a patrol car like three years earlier. That was the illegal immigrant that killed that woman on the bridge in San yeah. Francisco. Yeah, it turns out the firearm he used was stolen from a police yeah, car from years a police before. car, yeah. So the next time somebody says only police should have guns, <laughs> they're just as likely to get robbed as, as anybody else. Yeah, and I, I mean, I, I, I'm not exaggerating. And I know several police officers personally that I've grown up with. Uh, I know individuals like you and me that train more than they do. Oh, 100%. Okay. They have qualification necessities. This, but this falls into whatever. I saw another video the other day. Yeah. Guy goes into a gun store. Police officer mm-hmm. with his partner goes into a gun store. <laughs> asks the counter employee if he could try out a laser on his gun. He puts the laser on his gun. He makes ready in the store. And he fires and misses his partner's head by about this far. Shoots and discharges the gun in the store. Had no idea that he didn't clear the gun. Had handed it to the employee, handed it back. Boom. Done. Wow. That's disturbing. But I know, I know people that train weekly, if not at least monthly. I mean, most... Firearm instructors and most people that conceal carry will at least go to the range monthly. You know, I'll at least go once a month and and shoot a little bit just so I can remember what it feels like uh, at a bare minimum. But I know police officers that never train outside of their quarterly or annual qualification. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, there's there's no one size fits all thing to this to make it safer I think if we're going to address the problem we need to address the problem and the gun is not the problem no the problem is the ill intent and evil exists in the world and I think people just don't like to to believe that yeah I think it's easier to just go take the guns away take the guns away nothing bad will happen but that doesn't work that way 
evil exists, and you have to be prepared to meet evil with adequate force. Agreed. Or be a victim. And I refuse, my friend. Yeah, nobody wants to be a victim. All right, well, good show today, man. I think that was a good one. I'm excited about it. Guns and stuff and whatever. Be sure to check out our previous episodes and check out all the links to the good stuff that we've talked about in this episode in the description. Anything else you'd like to say at the end of this today? No, man. I think we're good. All I think right, we, we knocked it out of the park. This, I was, think a, so. this was a big one. It was a big one. High we five. Had a lot of, we had a lot to get into. All right, man. Well, thank you all for watching. Be safe. God bless. Always be ready. Have a great day.